The Up With The Bonnets podcast is brought to you by our sponsors, Unicorn Cleaning Services. They offer a range of facilities from domestic and commercial cleaning, which includes lets and Airbnb, and also offer ironing and laundry services. You can find a link to their website in our Facebook and Twitter bios. You can also reach them by visiting their Facebook page, or you can contact them by visiting their website, unicorncleaningservices.co.uk. on this week's episode. A disclaimer, we're no happy. Defeat at Dens against Thistle as Partick come to Dundee and turn over the Dark Blues. Dundee bounce back with a win against Cove. We will look at the D-Archive as always, but that's your lot. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the newest episode of the Up With The Bonnets podcast. I'm your host, Danny Smith, and with me, as always, Paul Gray. Hey, Danny, how are you? I'm not too bad. Not got He's much enthusiasm, yeah. No. No. Mate, <laughs> mate, in a week where we could have been one point ahead of the league, we find ourselves two points behind. So, what an intro. What an what, intro. <laughs> so if you think you're in for a good, happy, cheerful recording... <sighs> Turn it off now. <laughs> we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. I've kind of came on with like the attitude, like, eh, it's a win. But come the end of it, I might be like, we're fucking winning the league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. More likely. Uh, so we will rubber the Partick game because we didn't want to speak about it that much, but we'll speak about it after the Cove game. So, Dundee go up to Cove for only the second competitive league game in the history between the clubs. The Cove had a 100% record against us. <laughs> Obviously, they've only played one, one, one. So, <laughs> um, but Dundee went up, done the, the business, and came back with three points. It wasn't a spectacular display, it was a hard fought win. <laughs> Paul's whispering, it was shite. He could Awful. very well be right, to be honest. But at the end of the day, we got the win. And after Tuesday, it was imperative that we did get the win, regardless of what happened on the pitch. As long as we had the most goals nestled into the back of the net by the end of the 90th minutes, that's all that matters. Right, that's your that's your last nestled. That's your first and last one. No more, <laughs> no more. Right, like everybody you speak to, and even Boyer and post match and press and whatever, going, they needed a response after Tuesday, and one hundred percent they did. But mm-hmm. see, for me, like again, that, that Cove, that's a team we should be beating. We should be beating them comfortable. So for me, yeah, it's a win, clean sheet, woohoo! But I'm kind of like, right, next, please. I mean. Yeah, I think every fan wants a good performance with a win. Especially after what we were served up at Dens Park a few days beforehand. So, it's, yeah, it's it's hard to get motivated after that. And then after watching the game, I know that we still won, but we're still kind of hard to get motivated. 
one eye was on the Morton Queen's Park game more than mm-hmm. the Dundee game half of the time because also we're needing them to slip up. Yep. And they did, thankfully. <clears throat> but Paul, all I'm looking at now is we got the win. Mm-hmm. Let's try and kick on for this. Let's try and like stop this horrible form that we've started since the turn of the year and let's really just try and kick on with this season and try and win this league because we're doing everything possible to not win the league and hand it to other clubs. Oh, mate, bang on. Because even like looking at the game on Tuesday, um, that brought Patrick Fissel right into the title mixer again. (laughs) Well, it could have been the other way that we were nine points clear of them. And looking at just between the two, we battle between us and Cove. But now we're looking at it could be a wee four way. I mean, and or even a could three be a way. Five way. Could be a yeah. five way. I mean, that might that might tickle some people's fancies, but mm. on the football sense, I didn't really like that that much. No, too many, neither too did many I. bodies. Far too much too too much going on. <laughs> like, whose turn's it now? <laughs> Oh, it's ridiculous, it's mate. The common problem of fivesomes. Yeah, exactly. Right, that's enough. Is it my turn yet? <laughs> Sat in the corner. Let me tap on the shitter. I'll be ready excuse, soon, mate. Excuse me. Ah, <laughs> uh, nah, like, yeah, ah, uh, yeah. Like you said, you know, about going on, about just getting wins, getting wins, yeah, fine, fair enough, yeah. But I, I genuinely wasn't convinced by Saturday I wasn't convinced by the performance I wasn't convinced by the tactics I just that that's it for me I just wasn't convinced mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think a lot of people have probably been saying that for a lot of the season that they've not been convinced with certain areas of the team management whatever but and I've been like no 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 but after that on Saturday I mean I'd, I'm always jigging after a win absolutely jigging but I'm just I don't know it's weird <laughs> I'm just I don't get it I don't know what's going on not feeling it. <laughs> I feel I feel a bit worried, to be honest. Um, yeah, mate. Yeah, I think that's probably mate. I think that's pretty much bang on, because on that kind of performance coming up against better opposition, you're going to get an absolute doing. Like mm. that I was not. I don't know what it was. There seemed to be like constantly seemed to be about 20, 30 yards between Robinson and any other Dundee player, which for me was quite concerning. Like. Um, and the, I don't know, I just couldn't really string a f- good few passes together and it's just this long ball hoof hitting hope kind of came through from the party game whenever we got the ball, which was pretty rare-like against them. But I, don't I didn't know, see just... where this long ball's coming from either because most of the season we've played the ball on the deck. We've played it really well at times. Sometimes it's been exceptional. When you look at the, the goal against Riff in the um, We Diddy Cup, yeah, fantastic goal. That's what we've got and we're team to do. But to see the last couple of games resort to, like you say, hoofing it up the it's, park, it's, hitting, it's, it's hitting hope, mate. It's just yeah. hitting hope, and that for me, there's no like, right, guys, this is the plan. This is what we're going to do. But if 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 Boyer's thinking right, long ball is the plan, there needs to be somebody playing off of Robinson. I mean, Robinson does honestly. Robinson does exceptionally well exceptionally well to hold up the ball um, wait on bodies come in, he delays his pass but the delay to his passes it's, boys are just going to go through him, it's giving them more time to fucking take the ball off him or just put him in the air it's, it's, like I say, there was copious amounts of times during that game there was about 20-30 yards between Robinson and a Dundee player, it was 
nah, tactics were shite. The tactics that are being played are ones that are easy to pick up on and nullify, to be honest. Yeah, you, easy, 100 easy to defend against, mate. Yeah, bang on. Let's put it this way. Dougie Emery in his first full season as a manager and then Chris Doolin, who is, well, I think it was his second game, third game in charge, had us doing to a tee because Easy. of hoofball. And it's, uh, that is a worrying aspect for me. The fact <laughs> is that two managers whose careers in their infancy have uh, outclassed our team and manager. Mate, nail on the head. Absolute nail on the head. We are so easy to play against. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. We'll probably speak about the party game, but I mean, look at the possession. Like, bloody hell, it's unbelievable. You know look at I mean? the bookings as well. Like, exactly. softer shit. Like, I mean, I know uh, bookings really didn't mean much. I've just looked too far into it. But the fact is that we've been uh, played off the park in two of the last three games, and. Uh, but didn't seem to really trouble anybody, you know, even just a bit of oomph about it and kick mm-hmm. a boy up, kind of frustration. It's just, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I, we're, I I'm lacking, feeling that we're lacking the desire. You see teams that are pressing Dundee. Oh, yeah. And they're up pressing, they're chasing. Uh, but then when it comes to us, there's, there's, no, there's no high tempo. There's, there's, there doesn't seem to be any eagerness. To run and close down the boys up, up in the, their defence like they are doing to us. Yep. And it just feels like we're waiting on the ball, getting the punting back up the path, got a player running at us. Um, hoping for the, the a wee, wee luck. That, that, that's what it yeah. seems like. You know, just hoping that something comes off. Mm-hmm. Whereas it should be like, this is, guys, this is the way we're going to do it. If that doesn't work, go to this plan. But it's no, it's just punt it up to Robinson. He will control it. He will fucking keep the bodies off him. But then it's like, or well, see what happens, guys. See what happens. It's fucking hopeless. <laughs> and I'd, I'm, I'd like you. You hit the nail bang on the head. I was trying to get the word, but I'm, I am worried because on that those two performances this week, last week, whatever, we're no one in the league. <laughs> no, no, no. no top. We will struggle to get to the playoff final. <laughs> even to the playoff final because the teams that are sitting third and fourth are the teams that have just outclassed us mm-hmm. look at the form as well you know what I mean Park are on a great run Morton mm-hmm. on a great run fuck even Hamilton but obviously they're fucked anyway but I mean these these teams are going on great runs mm-hmm. we're no we're just kind of kind of just trudging along yeah and it's ah, it's really frustrating really frustrating that's one of the first that Park was one of the first games I've walked out of before the end you know what I mean it was fucking awful from the first the first minute that was just you, you just knew that Partick worked for this game and we won there I know Correct. there was a couple and it seemed to be the same thing for them most of the game was it the boy Tiffany or Mullen would yeah. run down the wind and cut in all the time he would cut in and cause problems and we couldn't see that they'd done what they did on the first game of the season at Dens Yep. And that worked a treat, and it's worked a treat again. We were absolutely shambolic in that game. But we'll no doubt speak about that later on. I know, I know, I know, I know. We're using up all our shambolic phrases and all that too early. It's um, just, it's really frustrating, mate. It's it's hard hard not to go back doing that, speak about that, while we're Mm -hmm. trying to speak about a win 
<laughs> but it's hard. It's, it's, it's been a... And, you know, some people might turn around and say, oh, you're just being boo-boys or that. It's no, but we're generally worried that... Mm-hmm. We, well, not that we think we're not showing the firm that a team that's going to go up is showing or, or who who would show. Um, I just... Yeah, it's a, it's a tough end. It's a tough end. How do we change it? We've all got our different uh, views on what, what players to play and what positions, but I don't think we'll see that. I mean, Burns just turned into... He's in no-man's land again. And yeah, he's, yeah, he's gone, I'd say. And half of these games, it would be, it'd be the type of games that he would be all over. He doesn't set up goals. He doesn't um, push forward that much, but he stops goals. He stops play happening in the midfield, which... He stops. He, you're right. He stops attacks. He puts boys in the air, and then it fills a gap in midfield. And mm-hmm. constantly this season, I've I wonder how many times I've said it. It's like there's a huge gap in our midfield. There is yeah. all the time, and it's just as that that teams are just going to go. We'll yeah press up against them. You get get on top of them, and they'll shite it. And that's that's what it looked like on Tuesday against Parak. They just put us under pressure. They won the second balls. They were winning the first ball for fuck's sake. We don't have that. We don't have that. Like if we don't get the first one, get the second one. Get in about it. We just I don't know. We just don't hear that about us. And it's worrying, mate. And that that should probably be the name of this pod. Worry. <laughs> Can we call it a lot of things? To be honest, fucking wow. Anyway, Cove, come on, yeah. let's just yay the win. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Lyle Cameron got his name for the season. Oh, wow, mate. Honestly, what a player! And like, yeah. <laughs> for the past few games, uh, he has been, in my opinion, he's uh, the the choice of defensive midfielders has left him exposed for a creative player. Yeah. We just spoke about Sean Byrne. I feel Sean Byrne being in a position would protect him better than the players that are in there just now. Yeah. Because he's, he's not performed the best as what he could, but that's not an individual uh, critique. That is like a whole collective team. Yeah. Because he needs the players around him to help him out for him to be able to do what he does. But mm-hmm. he's still trying his hardest and he's still getting in there. And like you say... Um, a goal to settle the nerves just before half time. Mate, that was exactly it because I know fine well see if that obviously I wasn't at the game but I watched the whole thing as it unfolded on the on the television. But um see if it was nil nil half time, I'd I guarantee I probably would have heard the booze for Cove. Mm-hmm. It was that goal was kinda like ah, right, fine, okay, yeah. cool. Good time to score. It was an absolute screamer of a deflection. Um, <laughs> honestly, fucking, what a goal! Just looked into the net. It was class. It was class. Mm-hmm. I think it was going in anyway, man. It was going top bins. Oh, but, um, it was top bins, like pure shit. Anyway, um, but if we hadn't, I again, I'd, the worry would have been even more that how's this team going to come out and actually just go for it? But I think the goal kind of settled a wee bit, and then to be fair, I think we kind of just kind of controlled it a bit after that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, we did have a few chances beforehand, did we? Uh, Heather from McGee was it a fantastic cross from um, Hannon? Yeah, and yeah. Like I thought he was, I thought he was looking no bad. Like there was a lot, of people, a, a lot of people concerned that he was starting after his performance against Patrick, but like, he did I a know, good job. I noticed he was on Twitter after mm. you see that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, fair play, man. Fair play, <laughs> yeah. man. We're we're yeah. giving it out, man. Fuck. Uh, God knows what we'd do if they gave it back. <laughs> Shite. Oh, probably just shut down this podcast and gear up. And... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> select all, delete. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, but see, see, like that with McGee. Uh, for me, I think that's why he's like in the team, like week in, week out. When people probably don't think he should be, he should be players ahead of him. I'm kind of in that boat. Like, um, but he does that thing where he just kind of goes into the goes into the box, you know, looking for a header. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But yeah, nah, good ball, good chance. Could have been more, yeah, but I mean, 2 0, yeah, fine, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yes, part timers. I think you kind of hot the nail on the head with McGee. Because, like you say, on Tuesday was awful, awful performance, and he got a goal. But he, I don't think there's many players that we've got that would sit back in midfield, but also make that and runs into attack. So, you think maybe that's why Boyer keeps him in the team? Just I think that's it. I think it's because he's, he's got an injury. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. got an engine about him, and he'll he's, he'll guarantee he'll finish first every time. He will complete the bleep test before everybody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's a, a, he's just got an engine about him, box to box. But it's uh, for me, like I was talking about with Robinson and having somebody playing off him. I know folk will say Jakubiak and that, right? Cool, fair enough. But if we're talking about midfielders, like an attacking midfielder. For me, that's Cameron. And then if you've got Williamson and Burns sitting behind him, that, like you said, that frees up, you know, Cameron to do what he can do best. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think McGee's that player. No, <laughs> it's, it's McGee's not that guy to sit behind. Robinson is just nah, no, no, a big fan. Like I says, I left early and I just like at, at the part of the game and I just heard Mark McGee for the tannoy as I was going down the Provy Road and I was like, ah, what man of the match? You having a fucking laugh? I checked my phone. It was like two one. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake! I'd be thinking somebody's having a laugh. As I said, as I said Mark McGee got man of the match as well. Oh, Mark McGee, yeah. Oh, sorry, uh, uh, it's not me that makes me mistakes like that, and you're quick to pull me up. Ah, uh, sorry, mate. I'm not on form tonight. Eh? I'm just, I'm not. I don't know what it is. Like, like I says, I win. I'm pure. Like, well, yes, come on. But this one, I'm just pff, move on. <laughs> Did you not bring some of the enthusiasm that you got for Arsenal winning? Into this podcast. Nah. <laughs> it was a great weekend of football, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I like I says, I think I cheered Morton's equaliser more than Dundee's goals, to be fair. <laughs> Good old big Dodo Oakley. What a guy. <laughs> but Lee Ashcroft got himself on the, the, the score sheet. What a goal. A, a really, really good goal. Mm. Uh, I was just looking at um, Graham Smith. He had a message in the the chat that we're in from the Glasgow D's saying that there was boys oh, yeah. behind the dugout uh, giving Billy Barr tell it was oh, Billy Barr was telling Williamson to go short, and um, boys were shouting. About, one boy was shouting, "It's no one! It's no one!" Um, <laughs> Williamson takes the ball short, fires it over, and Ashcroft scores. Barr celebrates, comes over a few minutes later, and they'll be listening to you again. <laughs> brilliant I noticed that see like cause it was one of those ball tracking cameras and obviously mm-hmm. when it was in that corner you could like see other fans literally pure like feet away from the feet away from the dugout so I'm not surprised mm-hmm. anybody was given you know giving them suggestions and whatnot. but what a goal man what a goal straight off the training ground brilliant and fair play to Williamson because the boy was on him the boy was on him I wouldn't have thought it was on I would have kind of been like what are you playing at but he done brilliant to get to the byline and whip it across. Class. 
Williamson's one of those players who we have missed his spark in the middle. Mm-hmm. I've been watching him on playing a few games ago. I would have had him on against Partick. I think Partick had two defensive midfielders on <laughs> the field at him. Yep. You know. <laughs> kind of summed up. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, we should really be going for it. But you know what, Paul? We got the win. At the end of the day, that's what the team needed more, I think. I know that I said good performance along the way would when they go amiss, but yeah. it's a win. It's a clean sheet. It's a place that we got played off the park, really. Oh, um, God. Before. God, I did. Yeah. Mm. And um, results elsewhere did go for us. So, Another thing, I, sorry, I was wanting to touch on this, like, Fair play to Boyer. He made his subbies at about 65 minutes. Well mm-hmm. done, Boyer. Well done. But I just don't understand this. Like, It's like he just doesn't want to play Jakubiak and Robinson together. I don't... I don't get it. <laughs> like, see, for me, I would have put Jakubiak on and with Robinson. Go for another couple of goals. Do you know what I mean? Do, get the goal difference up a wee bit. I just I don't understand the reluctance to play them together. When when they came on, you know, against Cove and like at Dens and ripped them apart in ten minutes. Do you know what I mean? I just um, I I don't understand it. <laughs> and I'd, I'd love and love somebody to try and maybe you know explain it. It's a, it's definitely a Laurel and Hardy moment where you're left itching the top of your scratching the top of your head. Hmm. Thinking, well, they produced that, like you say, against Cove. How have we not tried to replicate it? I don't get it. I, I genuinely don't get it. It looked like they had a wee bit of magic there. Mm-hmm. Let's start sprinkling it over the games. Well, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. A beggar's belief. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a strange one. I, I don't, don't get it. <clears throat> if they boys are combining well, then play them in, play them in the games. Give them mm-hmm. more actual game time. Like game time together, competitive game time together, they're only going to get better. But it's just, it's a weird one. And I know people have been questioning Boyer with subbies and all that kind of stuff, but that one I was just, hmm. maybe saving Robinson for, you know, like bigger games, probably. But I mean, for fuck's sake, we've not got a game for another two weeks. Just put the two of them on, see what they're like. It really fucked me off, eh? Hmm. Mm. Mm. So we've moaned about it already for the first 20 minutes, despite saying we're not going to speak about it to begin with, it'll be the Cove game, but let's speak about the Partick game. <laughs> I think the less said about that game, the better, mate. <laughs> Definitely, it's, the less said about that, the better. It's the first time I've actually said out loud that I've got my... Uh, my not suspicions, what would the, the word be? My... Uh, my thoughts weren't a positive about Boyer. Mm, nah, I know what you're trying to say. I, uh, I've had... It's always been there. We've had a, a really good League Cup campaign at the start, and then we hit the league, and we kind of started to begin with, and then mostly yeah. we found our feet. But I've always kind of went back to then, and I'm thinking, is he kind of underestimating a lot of the Scottish game? And, and then obviously the, the runner from since the start of the year... And then I've, I've, back in my head of me thinking, oh, I didn't can, I didn't can. Know that I'm saying I should be out on his earth, punted or anything like that. I'm just, mm. you know what, I've, I've got my doubts. I see I've got my doubts as well, mate. I yeah. like, I, I've kind of always been in Boyer's corner, and like, 
you know, he's new, he's inherited these guys and blah, blah, blah. We'll need to wait and see when he brings in his own guys, da, da, da. But his own guys have came in and I just, the tactics for me are just fucking nonsense. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows fine well I hate long ball football, but if you're going to play it, set it up correctly. I mean, obviously I'm no football manager. I've come to accept that now. But if you've not got another body within 20, 30 yards of your target man, then what's the point? It's mental. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's, yeah, I'll just have a wee swig of beer and then let's go off on one, Danny. <laughs> you know, a lot of people let's have been saying that. Let's put those Dundee world to right. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people have been saying that. It's, it just, it's, it's a league that's probably one of the weakest in a very long time. Yep. And we're sitting two points off top. Mm-hmm when we've had games in hand that if we done what we had to do would be a point and even then you, you then look at the points that we've dropped against the teams at the bottom I'm agreeing with you Danny nobody can obviously see visually what we're doing but I'm just sitting on my head here with you continue mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it <laughs> no, keep going. Keep, just keep oh, going. It's, it's, it's everything. It's just there's. It, 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 maybe I've been blind or oblivious to it, and but for me, that's everything you've just listed there only points to one person. Mm-hmm. I know. And I just hope he gets sorted out because obviously for that ten games before the 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 winter. Uh, we went a break that we had a uh, mm-hmm. couple of weeks off uh, it was looking like he had turned it around he had my best team playing my best players coming on and even if people were getting dropped like there was somebody coming yeah there was somebody coming in and the, the shape wasn't getting changed there was yeah. nothing drastic and we were still getting points on the board but it just seems to have went the Pete Tong tits up it's went absolutely ski with, and I, I wasn't going to come. On, I wasn't going to touch on it, but the article or his quote in the paper where he went um, after the part of the game where he says um, he he thought he'd missed something, like something happened over the weekend. Was there some in-house fighting? But it, but there wasn't. I don't understand why he's even came out and said something like that. Because see, for me, that arouses suspicion and going. There's no smoke without fire and all that cliche pish. That to me it was just what what why 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 have you said that? And then Ashcroft in the paper as well getting interviewed, brilliant interview as well going on about after like after the game in the dressing room. It was there was words put it that mm-hmm. way. That you know there was words. I mean you kind of expect that, but I just I mean maybe I'm putting two and two together and getting five. But for me that's there's someone someone's gone Pete Tong there like big style. But that maybe I'm just reading into it too much. Maybe I just like the controversy. I don't know. <laughs> I think we the the kind of results that have shown up just recently, and obviously the interviews. It's hard not to put two and two together, and like you say, mm-hmm. I think come to that conclusion. Yeah, I mean, um, see, see <clears throat> the part of the game. See if you're an outsider and you'd never seen Dundee play or Partick play, and you came to watch that game, you would think that was the first time that the Dundee players had played together. Mm-hmm. There was nothing. There, honestly, there was no game plan. There was no ideas, um, no cohesion, whatever way you want to word it. Um, they just looked like they didn't have a fucking ding-dang-do. The amount of misplaced passes was unbelievable. 
and one of the main defenders was Maguire for me. He just lost the ball countless of times in yes. that midfield. Um, but then so did everybody else. It, it was just it really a horrible, did. horrible game, horrible performance, and and even like shittier result because it brought Patrick back in. If we won it, we would have went point behind because also we, we drew against uh, Inverness, uh, went one all. So obviously in people's minds, we're going to beat Inverness, then we're going to beat Partick, that would be us top of the league. And then we continue it for there. But obviously that's uh, the, the dream that the fans had for that uh, period of the games. It was, well, yeah, it might have been a dream, but it was kind of bordering on expectation or as well, because mm-hmm. that's an important seven days of football. You know, like a week of football for Dundee with three games and you've come out with four points. Do you know what I mean? It's... <laughs> Minimum should have been seven. At least, mate. At least, I just, it's. I feel there's two opportunities missed there, yeah. And but the part of the game was just absolute shambles. Mm-hmm. And like you says, loads of misplaced passes. Um, you know they were, you know they were pressing us. But that that's all teams have to do against Dundee. Just press, press them, press Dundee, and the shit, the absolute shit it. <laughs> Uh, there was too many mistakes all over the park. Um, and like he says, I can't remember, I think you might say it, there was no kind of fight and whatever, but you could see in the second half, Cammy decided to, like, right, fuck this, I, I'm, I'm just going to go. Like, And he was having a bit of digging, having a bit of fight about him. And then he gets volleyed in the coupon for that fucking Brian Graham. Oof, yeah. He, he, Cammy, I mean, the only guy that I thought, actually looked like, right, come on. I mean, he, he was having a pretty poor game again. He was getting ripped apart, like, but he was determined. But the others, I don't know, it just... It, it, it didn't look like a team. It wasn't a team, it was a squad. You would never have thought that this team were looking to close the gap back down to a point at the top of the league. Exactly. Silence. <laughs> Because I'm starting to remember that game. I'm getting flashbacks. It's like people getting flashbacks of Nam. Make out my head. <laughs> just the way to say that. Like I says, I left just before Maguire had scored. I was like, they, they'd got the second. Graham was giving it big licks. Shouldn't have been on the park. Um, I was like, you know what? I'll get a few more minutes, see what happens. It didn't change. Nothing changed. There was nobody on that pitch going, right, fucking come on, eh? Let's get about them. There was nothing. So I was like, fuck this, I'm off. And then, like it says, heard McGee for the Tannoy. I was like, couldn't believe it, he would be man of the match. And then, honestly, see the see the cheer for their third goal. I thought we had equalised. Genuinely, the cheer was loud as anything at the bottom of the Provy Road. But then, obviously, checked the phone, 3-1. Fucking ridiculous. You should have... The, the cheer for the actual Dundee goal wasn't that loud anyway. It's like the, the performance had, like, festered into the sport because... I jumped up and cheered, but I turned around half of the stand, hadn't he? <laughs> and we're still, like you say, what was it, 10 minutes to go? Yeah, yeah. And there's still a chance of an equal. I know that we showed it on the pitch as a chance, but at 2-1 <laughs> was always a chance. Um, also, yeah. I quickly got kicked in the, in, in the nuts and <laughs> went up and scored the third <laughs> goal straight away. But you know what I mean? It, it, it just the whole... I think the whole support was deflated purely because of the performance as well. And also being 2 0 down didn't help. But yeah. mostly when Scott got up cheered and I actually felt like, well, I was in the minority. I'm looking around and thinking, I better sit back down again. Nobody else is really getting up for this. 
Well, you must have been, mate, because like I was sat at the front with Jake for the Dance Bar Choir, what a guy, and um, like I was there, I just left, walked out, obviously walked past the shop and then into Provy Road. I never heard this uh, anything for me to turn around and go, is that a goal? It was actually, the, it was the tannoy. It was the tannoy announcing John McGee that made me go, what? And then a text <laughs> from Jake going, well done, Paul. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. What? They wonder. Ah, oh, mate, that doesn't surprise me. The good old Bobby Cox. <laughs> <laughs> I just, um, hey, hey, leave him out. Um, <laughs> I'm really joking, but it was I, like the booze at halftime was someone else as well. But and rightfully so because I'd, I would I'd fucking if I had a hat to put on it, that was our worst performance of the season. Mm-hmm. We had a few new boys sitting around us. Obviously, it was uh, uh, one of those bring a friend tickets to the game. And there's also a lot of boys that you've not seen sitting there before, so they obviously took in the game. Probably didn't go to the football as much. And the uh, first 15 minutes, they were like, oh, this game's the worst game I've been to. And um, me and, well, sit, Martin Torch sits in front of me and, and his brother Stephen, and we um, we turned around and was like, ah, fuck, see, I've seen worse. But then the joke was on us because we just gradually got worse and worse as it went on. And uh, it turned out to be one of the worst displays that I've probably seen at Dens. Horrible performance, absolutely. Yeah. Horrible. It was like, what did Boyer say in the press? Atrocious. Nah, I think there's, there's worse worse for it than that. Shite. Yeah. This is where you're missing Paul McGowan being in this team, because there would have been another Paul McGowan rant in the the press at the end of the game. I mean, there's no player in that team. I think's even got that in them. No. Nah. Missing like, that. Missing that. I mean, okay, Gowser might not be, I don't know, maybe his legs are done. He's not probably the most technically gifted. I don't fucking, runs a bit like headless chicken at times. But anyway, but at least he's somebody that is going to get you going. Like, come on, let's head up, come on. But it's just, I just find it mad. Like, the boy Tiffany, nobody was on him. Like, he just had a free run. He was Mm -hmm. all over the pitch. Why is nobody just going, come on, mate, boom, Studs down the back of the ankles. Fuck you. You know what I mean? It, there was nobody, that nobody in the team has thinks got that soft mean streak. Mean streak on them. Yeah. Yeah. No. And <laughs> we need that. You, you mm. want that like a fucking like a number eight in the centre of the park. Anyway. The first goal was comical. Head tennis before it fell to Dragon Graham who slotted at home. Yep, and then the second goal. Second goal is even more comical, just purely because they were defending. Mm-hmm. I mean, who would have thought leaving uh, a number nine striker uh, of another team would cause so much? Uh, well, cause a goal. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? Yeah. Who'd have thunk it? Like, who's who's setting them up for the. I mean, that's great. This, you know, the score to be training ground goal against Cove. Well, hey, woohoo! We corner, nice wee setup. But what are they doing at defending? Because when I played, surely it, it was always like, right, mate, you're the biggest guy. Mark, their biggest guy. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're the weakest guy. Go in the post. Like, it, 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 how many guys were on the? How many Dundee players were in the box there? Dense Park Choir put it out and the number that I'm sure it was like six six Dundee players and not one of them was marking a guy. They missed the header for the wee Duncan and then Brian Graham's at the back post. Thank you very much. See you later. Get it right up your Bobby Cox. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it was. 
Fucking calamitous. Fantastic choice of word. That's, that's it. Just honestly, abhorrent. Honestly. The third goal was just, that summed up the night. Mate, I didn't even, I, mate, I know what I like. I didn't even look at the goals. Until, didn't bother looking back at it. You'll just get me even more annoyed. No, mate, I, I didn't look at them, and I was going to say that, but just to keep up the authenticity of the podcast, I watched the goals. And uh, McGee's goal was pish. It was a fucking tapping for about an inch. Fair enough, he was there. Fair enough, fair enough. But then Tiffany just goes through. Easy, mm-hmm. easy, easy as you like. Easy as you like. Couldn't get the words out there. Need a wee bit of lubrication here, sorry. <laughs> but I can't stand him, eh, that wee Tiffany, but he's a player like. I'd have him in my team. He's a player. He just runs about, <laughs> like, just give me the ball, goes on dribbles, plays one twos. He's a cracking wee player, but we made him look like bloody messy. Somebody needs to just go through two footed into him, eh? Oh, God. A couple of bad displays and Paul's advocating violence on the football pitch. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You want to see the fight. Even if if a boy loses a ball, but he's trying his fucking hardest to get it back, you're, you'll cheer them. You'll keep them going. Come on. Mm-hmm. Keep going, son. Keep going. But there was nothing of that. They just, like I says, a ball come to a Dundee player. They were right on top of them. We lost it. That's that. That was that game. That was the part of the game in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. And then when we did, when we did have the ball, we never strung a few passes together. And I think in the end they had something like sixty-five percent possession or something coming the end of the game, which summed up. That's that for the way team at Dens. If you know the old from. Mate, I'm sure the old, I'm positive the old boy who I phoned him when I got back to Fruzzi just for a quick pint. um, And then he was like, I I checked the kind of like the first 10 minutes, checked on the the app, and it was like 90% possession or something. He was like, ah, something's wrong here. That wasn't it. No. Something was wrong on the pitch. (laughs) Exactly. That was wasn't fine, mate. But. (laughs) <laughs> it was fucking what was happening at Dens. Sorry, I'm swearing a lot. I'm just really annoyed. I'm just, I'm, I'm really fucked off with the, the last three games. I really am. And I, I just, boyer, get the fucking finger out, mate. Mate, you're not be the only one. You're not the only one. I, I, you're right enough. I just said that about Henry doubts about if he's able to actually get us over the finishing line here. But at the end of the day, he's got my full support because he needs the full support. We're going to be critical about him. Yeah. All we like, but we're not here shouting, saying, Oh, get him fucking out and all that. No, we're not. Mm. We're just saying, Look, there's things that have happened quite a lot that are costing us like points and wins, like changing formations from and keeping formations that yeah. only work in. And oops, sorry, but how, and, but how, can, but how can we see that? How can we see that? <laughs> I know it must be something that happens on the training pitch that you must think, um, yeah, that's it's clicked, and then when it's you've went on to the actual pitch for a competitive game it's not happened again it's, it's, I, I don't know I just I can't quite put my finger on it it's just it is it's just really frustrating but coming down to the long and short of it it's just it's worrying mm-hmm. as much as it seems like we are trying our hardest to throw this league away I've still only two points off the top of the league yeah it's, it's no it's no all done and dusted like the results at the weekend Inverness won 2-1 against the air, which again done us in the, a good steed. Uh, 
Patrick Fussell. Couldn't believe that result. Couldn't believe that result, uh, actually. Yeah. We won the up at one point. So uh, Patrick Fussell won 3 0 against Rafe. So, like we were saying, that's, uh, that's a great result. Right back in this league. And then we had Queen's Park, who were 2 0 up at one point. And George Oakley, was it a double from him? Yep. Oakley, or was he? Yeah. And he got a double uh, to share the points at Oakleview, which made it that we were only two points behind Queen's Park come the end of the day. But if we got the win that we were hoping to get on the Tuesday, we'd have been a point ahead of the league. It's all ifs and buts. It's what football is all about, isn't it? Mate, see, when it was 2-0 Queen's, <clears throat> I was thinking, that's Dougie Emery just laying down because he hates Dundee. But... See, when the second one went in, all I could think about was Dougie Emery fucking loves Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> somebody must uh, somebody in Dundee must uh, gave a wee uh, brown envelope that says, right, get yourself down to Stenny. <laughs> Go and pass that to the dugout to him. Tell him to get his finger out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? I couldn't believe it. Like I said earlier, I was, I, it sounds really bad, but I wasn't joking. Like, I celebrated mm-hmm. their equaliser more than Dundee's goals because I was just kind of obviously I was expecting Dundee to win, but I wasn't expecting that come like half time 2 0 down. I was like, fuck, mm-hmm. that's that game over. I think that's where the lack of enthusiasm is coming is that we were expecting to win, we had to win, so yeah, we got the win. It wasn't like if it, it would be different if it was like five or six nil, you'd be thinking, fucking hell, turned that around, haven't we? Like, hopefully, yeah. we can continue this, but like you say, we kind of trudged along got the win, but also seeing Morton come back to draw 2 I picked up your spirits for that. It did, mate. It, it certainly did. And then Reese Nelson getting the 97th winner against Ars- for Arsenal. Sorry. It was just like, yes! And then it was like, yes! <laughs> Brilliant. And then Aberdeen pumping United. Brilliant. Great weekend of football, honestly. It was absolutely tremendous. Like You just yeah, used no, all these wins as an excuse to have a drink. Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. But yeah, no, just yeah, the lack of enthusiasm. Do apologise, listeners, but it was just, yeah, I'm still fucked off at the last two games prior. Yeah, I, I'm the same. I'm, I found it hard to shake off the, the fissile result, mm. which hopefully... Does shake off soon because also we've not got any game this weekend. Yeah, but we return to action against Fissel at Firhill. So it's a quick, a quick turnaround and home to away games. With that one, and we'll, we... we'll we'll no doubt do a build up for that. But see, for me, you should just fucking sit them down in the room, big TV on, and just get them to watch the ninety minutes. Just watch the 90 minutes and then individually go, what did you do well? And then go, well, you're wrong, because you were shite. And then explain to them why they were shite. I'd, I'd just, I mean, I'm just hoping, like, Ashcroft coming out and saying there was clear the air, you know, things in the changing rooms and that, I mean, I hope that just means, right, let's fucking do this. None mm-hmm. of that pish ever again. That's it. Line in the sand. Done. Yeah. Let's it's, get rid of the going in there. And then, yeah. Win, just anybody that's in front of us, win, win it skillfully, kick them in the air, do what you want, just win. Mm-hmm. There's what is it, nine games to go now? What, 10, ten yeah. games? What is it? Nine. nine. 27 points still to play for. Come on. The old cliche, nine cup finals. It's nine cup finals for a lot of teams in this league, top mm-hmm. and bottom, but only oh, yeah. matters to us 
uh, at the top. Also, we won't be back in action until the 18th of March. Air United, they're on Scottish Cup duty on the 11th, so that game got postponed. So we won't we won't look at the Partick game just yet because Partick will obviously be playing on the 11th. On the lead-up, though, there's a few games. So on the 7th of March, which is my birthday, by the way, if you want to send a... If you're sending a gift, Paul, just in your wee heads up. I'll just send you me in a box. How's that? Make sure you keep your seat. Oh, okay. Might just kick the box to my driveway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll <learn that>. no. <laughs> but Maybe the fixtures in, <laughs> fixtures in between the 7th of March, you've got Morton at home against the air. A wee draw there, that'd be good. Yep. On the Friday, I think this one's on TV. Queen's Park mm. take on Cove. Now, I think Paul Hartley made his comeback as Cove manager. And it was against the Queen's Park and the Dance Park where I put a retweet saying um, we're all Paul Hartley today. None of that shit, please, because they ended up getting pumped 5-0, I think. It was 5 or 6-0. I mean, they got Something annihilated. Like so mm-hmm. Let's not start like, putting out tweets that jinx stuff. Mm-hmm. So just a wee gentle reminder to them to uh, fucking lay off it. Can I? <laughs> we'll I mean, uh, fuck it, I'm just going to jinx it. What are you going to do about it? But um, a week of win would be ideal, but it's, Mate, it's unlikely. It's unlikely. Yeah. Yes. That, that could, I'm probably going to win that. <laughs> yeah, because I, I think that could be a doing like. Oh. Yeah. And on the, the day after, on the Saturday, it is Morton taking on Partick Fissel at Capolo. Another one that you would love it if that was a draw. I think that'll be a good game, like. That'll be a good game. A wee draw, a wee, a wee Desmond. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And obviously the, the week after that is um, us back in action. So, like I say, we will wait to see how results pan out before we decide to go on about how confident we are <laughs> going to throw Hull and winning. Yeah. I'm going to go with that. 100%. Yeah, I think- I think you could see a good Dundee crowd going. Yeah, I'm definitely going. Like everybody will realise how big a game this one is. <clears throat> Never been there. Like staying in a hotel nearby and it's a fucking dump. Like, but might as well just go. Support the days. Come out. Been a few times. I think the last time I was actually there was was it 2011-2012 season, and we won one nil. It was all fizzle in this game, and then we got a penalty. Like ten minutes to go, or five minutes to go. Matt Lockwood scored it. A repeat of that would be absolutely fantastic. I know we're kind of going on about performances and all that, but again, I would happily go to happily go to Fir Hill and play horrendous and win one nil. OG off some players' arse, anything. I'll do. Yes. I'll do. Let's not speak about Parrick though. Let's no, no. We'll I'll speak about them next week. Next we'll speak week. about them next week. We'll know how results have went <laughs> and where we stand in the league. But yeah, no, we will... I was going to say, hopefully next week we're, we've got a bit more smiles about it. <laughs> no, we'll make a promise that I'll be more upbeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because even I'm bored listening to us moan. I'm no, I've been, well, fuck, how do you make my missus feel? I've been moaning a bloody week. <laughs> been moaning since Tuesday, yeah. It's, it's a fucking joke. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> My missus was moaning at me last night because, well, she wasn't moaning, but she came home. Obviously, she's a United fan. She goes, a season ticket there. And um, <laughs> so 
on Saturday, I put a tweet saying that I was cutting down a tree in my backs because I'm going to get my garden landscaped. And it was the last one I thought, I'll get this lobbed out. And as I was taking it down, the slat on my fence never had, only had one nail in it. So it came off as I'm holding the tree and it decides to f- uh, go over it onto the neighbour's fence and into the neighbour's garden. I'm like, oh. I've tried my hardest to get to that tree before my neighbour noticed, but he noticed. But there was no damage from flying. They gave me a saw to help us get out of it. <laughs> and then I thought, I went, to the, I went and done the shopping, went and done the shopping, got him, couldn't find my wallet. It's like, fuck's sake. Went back to Asda's, thankfully somebody handed it in. That was lucky. And I had all my like my work stuff and all that as well. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so, um, let's say it comes in like third time, a few things in the, on the trot and all that. I thought, they let it be a Dundee defeat. Thankfully it wasn't it. But maybe a little bit worse because as my missus went to the United game, I was walking through with my daughter getting her relief in bed and she ran in front of me and I kind of jolted a bit and banged right into a lamp that you can not no longer buy, but it's a set of two and it costs quite a lot. <laughs> Boom, on the flare. <laughs> oh, you'll be in the doghouse, mate. <laughs> she was not too happy. The fact that she just seen her team get pumped and then came home to see um, our favourite light lamp had been pumped on the flares. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant. Unlucky. Uh, there's been a lot of glue today. Yeah, but... Yeah, a lot of glue. Not just to the relationship, <laughs> but to the lamp. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> but anyway, uh... enough about my personal life that probably captivated nobody a ton. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to move on to the Diaz Cave. So, yay. this week, I mean, yay! That's bad. It's the biggest cheer, biggest cheer of the day. Ken. So last week, because it's video... nearly the end of the pod. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I basically pummeled loads of videos on last week. I think altogether there's been twenty nine videos put up, thirty videos. Um, getting there so that's only half of the six tapes that I've copied I've still got another fucking 20 plus tapes to go through but Flapping it's very heck. time consuming but I flung up all them a lot of them from eight, I think it's 87 to 89 is most of the games mm-hmm. the ones that I'm coming up to next is 2000 and to say between 2002 and 2004 quality and um, there's a lot of interviews as well like uh, stuff from like STV News and whatnot. So, um, like Ravenelli after he signed for Dundee, playing keepy ups in the back is he's Dundee house that's probably rented with his kid. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> um, so there'll be stuff like that. So <clears throat> bear with me, but I'll keep as, as soon as I'm able to fling up stuff and keep your attention on the mm. YouTube channel of the highlights. I'll keep doing it. So I think every week I'll try and at least get five or ten videos. On the go. Keep up the good work, sir. And obviously, like yourself, Paul, you'll be waiting for the 2000s to come up because mm. you'll know all like the rest of them that are watching the 80s videos. Ken. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see some of that stuff. That'll be absolutely class. I can't wait to see the back of it. I'm honest now. It's time good. But it is, it is, it's quite good to get out there. Um, oh, definitely. Yeah. So... Well, we just fire in we on this day, 
Go for it. Yes. Cheer, cheer what up a wee bit. Go on, Danny. 6th of March, 2013. John Baird and Jim McAllister scored in the 68th minute and 78th minute to cancel out Dougie Emery's 20, 20th minute goal for St Mirren to give Dundee slim hope of staying up that season. Hey, hey. I, think, I think after this, when John Brown came in the interview and uh, likened St Mirren's season to the Titanic, playing mind games, and obviously we got relegated that season, so it was a good try, John. It's good try, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just didn't work at all. Certainly so, not. <laughs> the 7th of March, which again, on this day, 1985, I was born. <laughs> no. <laughs> not good enough. No, give us some Dundee related stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I better remember that. <laughs> yep. So. <laughs> what did I offer the sub of a match, actually? <laughs> the birth of Danny. <laughs> I've actually lost it. No, I've no. I've Come on, we'll go with this one. We've got two birthdays on this day. Julian Exabaguran. Exab- <laughs> <laughs> butchered that second name there. Say it again. I'm normally, I was normally good at saying his second name. Say it again. Ex... <laughs> Exit Bagoon. Right, okay. Uh. <laughs> Say it fast enough, there's no spaces in the middle. <laughs> it turns 32. Is that it? Fuck. Yep. Colin Nish also has his birthday on this day. 42. Uh. He looked 42 for <laughs> 10 years ago. Yeah, he did. Ah, <laughs> uh, he was a good player. Julian X to pick here. So, <sighs> funny. The 8th of March, it was a 3 1 win at Kilden and Beef. Sean Higgins, Matt Lockwood, Trax for Scythe got the goals. And Greg Stewart, Greg Stewart got Kilden and Beef's goal. Ah. What a player. That was um, also the game that the club equaled. The club record of 19 games without defeat. Fucking it's also during the defiant season. Yeah. I remember being on that game. I'd been on, been at that game, and it was absolutely Baltic. <laughs> like, I see if you find a Tay on their, like, Terson at their stadium, it was probably mine, because frozen right off. <laughs> what we're up to now? 9th of March. This is a... Not like us, it's the Scottish Cup win in the quarterfinals. Holy this game's shit. actually this game's actually on the, the archive YouTube, the full game. It's a three two against Hamilton. Bobby Mann, Simon Lynch, and Stephen Craig. Obviously it went the extra time. Quality. Love it. Probably the last good run that we had in the Scottish Cup. It, Lifetime ago. Then we have the 10th of March. 2-0 against Air United. 2020. Kane Hemmings. Then Ollie Crankshaw. But that will also be the last game of that season before COVID hit. All right, yeah. Yeah. We were on a fine run of form leading up to that. Seems absolutely ages ago. 
Yep. A lifetime ago, actually. It does. It does. Madness. And then we've got the 11th of March, 1981. It was a 2-1 win against Dumbarton. All the goals came in the first 21st minute. Brian Scrimmage scrimmage scored in the 5th minute. John Gallagher equalised in the 16th. And then Big Sinky, Eric Sinclair, scored in the 21st. 2-1. Days of happiness. Yep. I'm pretty sure that had another one. Did we all go the way to... Ah, wait a minute. We'll go all the way to the 12th of March, don't we? Well, that's the Sunday. Yeah. We had a double signing. It was the year 2000. Francisco Luna. Mm. Remember him? He also signed, yep, he also signed along with Yossi Mesa Pureta. Never heard of him. Never played. <laughs> Shocker, <isn't> he? <laughs> Paco Luna, yeah, he was quality, like. Then did he or, not go hips after us? Yeah. There yeah. was uh, Dundee wanted to sign him in the summer, but I think his agent had was a wee niggle in his ear. And Dundee eventually just went away and bought another striker and then he ended up, ended up at Hibs. Be interesting so signed. <laughs> I would have to look back on it, but we definitely did decide to go and have a this. <laughs> on next week's episode. You know, like East, to replace Paco Luna. <laughs> when either we like EastEnders, do, 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 do. <laughs> this has been the best bit of the podcast. It, it's 56 <laughs> minutes in and it's been the best bit. The rest yeah. of that's been horrible. <laughs> Pure I'm, couple of doorpost bastards. Eh? I will actually applaud people that sit and listen to this. Well done, guys. Well done. <laughs> You've made it this far. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, you'll be glad to know that is it. That's the end of this podcast. Oh, fuck. I can't wait to bunk, just banish this one to the absolutely like depths <laughs> of the internet. Yeah. I've not enjoyed recording this at all. Sorry, mate. That's probably done to me, mate. Sorry. <laughs> Be first. I've not enjoyed recording it. You have not enjoyed recording it. Yeah. We've got the faith in him. <laughs> he's not enjoyed that just come um, on let's just fucking win come on Dundee that's <sighs> it let's hope that results in the next two weeks go away mate mm-hmm. and when it comes to the game against Fissel there's a chance there's a chance to be closer to that top of the league yeah I think there will be mm-hmm. yep therefore Cannot wait to go. Fingers and tears crossed, but uh, only but hope. Go on. But Paul, that's it. I'm done. Put your fork on me. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Honestly, plaudits to you for listening to this. <laughs> well done. Well, we'll be back next week. We'll all speak about the Partick game. And well, that'll be it, to be honest, because there's nothing else happening apart from other teams playing. So thank you very much. And we'll speak to you next week. Bye.